Yesterday, I'm joined by Lakers writer, reporter, Ryan Ward. What's going on, Ryan? Not much, man. Not much. Just working our way through the draft, I guess. Yeah, the season has ended. Um, you had a busy day so far today. You had some guys, guys come over to Lakers try it out? Yeah, yeah. We had uh, Josh Christopher and uh, what's the other kid's name? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a lot of names coming through. <laughs> Uh, Primo, I think. Yeah, Joshua Primo. He was okay. the other guy. Okay. So, um, how things going over at Lakers Nation? You guys going off for? I can't say a disappointing season because you guys had injuries at the end of the season. It was, it was, it wasn't successful to y'all standards, to Lakers standards. I, I can say that. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, it was just, it was weird, you know, because yeah. it never really felt like it ended after the, uh, the championship run, you know. Um, right. Just got right back to business real quick, and I think even this off season is going to feel like that too. Because uh, yeah. when we're back to work in what, September, um, and then October, yeah. it starts right. all over again. So it's probably going to feel pretty similar. And then all these rumors keep surfacing like every day now. So it's uh, it's basically like, okay, what are the Lakers going to do? You know, right. they're going to make a big move, or are they going to, you know, just get a bunch of vets in like they did last year. So, uh, right. I think a big move's coming. I, it's our to guess right now. It just seems like they're gearing up for something. It just depends on what that is. Yeah, Palinka got his hands full. I mean, he still have LeBron and AD, but LeBron is aging, and AD has a history problem of staying healthy. So we have to surround those guys when someone stays healthy and fortify the bench because a lot of players might be leaving. Yeah, I think it's pretty much everybody's going to be gone. AD and AD. Yeah, I think it's kind of going to be like uh, when AD came in, kind of the same okay. deal. Like, there was only three guys on the team. It was LeBron, Kuzma, and AD. Right. And they you know, surrounded him with a bunch of other guys. Well, I mean, obviously, Crusoe came back. and Yeah. That, but um, I think it's probably going to be more of the same. Um right. But it's, it just depends on which way they're going to go. Some interesting scenarios. I mean, kind of like uh, crazy scenarios where you're like, how the hell are they going to pull that off? <laughs> it just doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, a sign and tree got to be done right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like the, key, the Chris Ball thing I don't really understand. I mean, how is he going to leave like 40-plus million on the table? Yeah, take the vet minimum, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, just, I don't see. I'm not a numbers guy. I hate all that right. stuff because there's all right. these little like asterisks on this or that or whatever. So right. I never like dealing with like like that. But um, I thought the whole Kyle Lowry, DeRozan thing was interesting, but I don't know how that's going to happen either. Um, yeah, I would assume a sign and trade to Toronto get get Lowry and then uh, right, have somehow sign DeRozan to some contract that he's willing to take but i mean who, who knows i mean I, I bet you this will all change in the, in a week you know so something else will come up definitely especially as it goes close to the draft you know some players might get moved that way and i'm gonna feel things for the lakers because you know mm-hmm. teams i'm trying to trying to move up you never know yeah i'm sure they'll trade that pick i don't think anybody that they're, they're working out like somebody that they're seriously considering i think right. it's all contingency plan stuff you know Bringing right. these guys in, they say, "Oh, we like this guy, this guy, this guy." So if what we're planning doesn't work, then we'll go with them. Right. 
Yeah, the Lakers coming off of their championship. Well, they lost first round this year. Um, you were you were close to the team during the bubble run. Um, how much effect do you think really had on the team coming into this season? Because they were one of the ones that played late into the season because they they won the championship. Because a lot of players like complained about the short season, including LeBron. But I mean, you know, the NBA wasn't going to stop. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what was the day? Like seventy-one days or something before the season right. started again. I think it's. I think it took a huge toll on them. Right. And when you got guys like like AD who really can't take a lot of um, a huge workload, you know, uh, right? That's pretty obvious at this point, right? Um, right. And then even LeBron. I think one thing that's kind of gotten overshadowed by all of this is LeBron's been in LA for three seasons, and two of them have been lost to injury already, right? Right, first year in this Yeah, one. like the first one was that free hamstring and yeah. um or groin, one or the other. And right. he never recovered from it. And then right. this one with a freak ankle thing. I mean this guy doesn't really get hurt. And so I I just I think it's kinda of funny. Everybody's talking about A D but LeBron hasn't been able to stay healthy either. So right. um and then all the shortened seasons, the no practices, and like the it's just it's just really strange, you know. Right. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that don't normally happen have happened, and they're trying to you know get the most out of LeBron before he you know either retires or or just isn't the same guy anymore. Um, and I think that window's closing fast, faster than people would like yeah. to admit. Um, I think he, he's really probably got one or two strong seasons left in him before it's just like, okay, you know, Father Time's going to creep up. He's right. Just, <laughs> and then he doesn't need – he needs that kind of shoulder to load thing. That's why I think the Lowry, the Rosen thing would be interesting because you got two guys that were, you know, ran a playoff team for, you know, better right. part of a decade, right? They can right. do it. You know, they can take over if they have to. They, you know, it gives them some insurance. So this team that they had last year, I mean, just obviously couldn't do it. Like right. the minute AD went down, I was like, okay, that's it. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. LeBron, LeBron needed him desperately. Like once he went, yeah, I thought the same thing when AD went down. He tried to come back early with game five. He got eliminated, but it was a no-go. You could tell. Like he was out Yeah, of it. he just didn't have that energy or that – uh Willingness to put it on his back and like like look at Giannis for example. I mean the guy looked like he tore every part of his knee in right that, in, in that series. And I was like, okay, he's done, right? He's done. This is over. Like uh, the Bucks are done. And then he right. turns around and becomes Superman. Like it's, it's that's incredible. I mean I I I yes. feel like wow that last game we put up fifty. Uh, like wow. Yes. This, this like like a month ago we thought this guy was done or even less than right. that, and then right. he wins the finals pretty much single handedly, you know. Um, so that's crazy. But I, I still don't know if LeBron has that gear anymore. You know, he right. I think he he really needs a, a sidekick that's either close to as good as he is or you know enough to you know shoulder the load like AD. But then again, AD is just not dependable that way. So it's. It's a tricky situation. I think I honestly think it's kind of like uh, make or break for them, you know, because all these other teams are smelling blood in the water, and then you got the Nets, yes. come back, you know, yes. super strong, and then Giannis is going to be all confident now, so the East could be yes. a, 
juggernauts in that sense. Um, Phoenix, yeah. I think, is going to be, you know, they're on the rise. I think that they're right. going to be hanging around for a while. Um, the West has got a lot of teams like that, fringe fringe teams. You know, that could be Utah could be a force again. I mean, uh, uh, the Clippers, I, I mean, who knows where that really goes because I think Kawhi's going to be out mm-hmm. for most of the year. Um, yeah. Even yeah, Paul George is going to have to step up until Kawhi gets back, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting. I, I feel like it's kind of that changing the tide kind of thing with the league. The league's kind of flipping a little bit. Um, yeah, teams are emerging. It's it's chances for guys like Giannis and and you know uh, for like James Harden with the Brooklyn Nets or right. guys that they couldn't do it before. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. But I think the Lakers have a lot of work to do because if they come back the same way, yeah. I think they're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, and don't forget about Golden State coming back. If Clay can be healthy this time, they're going to be our problem. Him, Steph, and um, Draymond back together again. And they're trying to move their seventh pick, I believe, to get a player. They really don't need it. They've got got that probably are more intriguing than any other team has right now with those two picks. What is it, like 7-14 and or something like that? Some high pick, right? Yeah. You move those two with, like, a Wiggins or – yeah. I don't think they part with Dar- Draymond, but who knows? Um, they could easily get another guy, like Definitely. right away. Yeah, um, and I'd be worried about you know Clay because you don't come off of two major injuries like that and be the same guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think he'd be like on a minute restriction for a minute. His, his minutes would be watched close. I'll leave it like that. I think if, I think in the beginning, yeah. then I think Curry like ease up as he sees in better shape, but they keep eye on him all season. Uh, he'd be sitting, he'd be sitting out back to back. I believe with half, at least half of the year. I believe that, but we'll see. We'll I thought it was back. interesting, like they linked to Bradley Beal, and I'm like, well, that's essentially the same kind of guy, right? Very, I mean, very he's true. More of a scorer, obviously, you can do more off the dribble and stuff, but um, it's same, you know, position essentially. Like I just, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Even with the, the the Lillard stuff, I'm like, well, that's that's Steph, you know. Right. <laughs> Same yes. guy, but Steph is a bit more of a point guard. Um, but I think they, they've got, and they know that. I think they know right. if they don't make a move, they're kind of screwed and they're going to ruin the rest of Steph's prime, um, which is still there, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think he's, he's going to leave. This room is like some people want him going to the Lakers. I don't, I don't think. I don't see that happening. He loves, it, and, uh, he loves it down I there. <laughs> I seriously doubt that. I think a lot of players um, that are in the same kind of superstar stratosphere, they don't want to share the spotlight with LeBron. Right. It's, I mean, it's LeBron's world. You know, right. wherever, I mean, even AD, he's he should be the face now, but he's not. You know. Yeah, um, very true. So, it's just the way I see it. Yeah, one player I think we might have talked about it was on Westbrook. Westbrook would definitely an upgrade. I mean, he would definitely relieve playmaking duties from LeBron James and Westbrook like the king, king of the triple doubles right now. Yeah, I think he'd be kind of bring the same kind of problems though. Um because he's got problems with turnovers. He can't he, shoot for shit. He's, he's <laughs> he is bald he's more ball dominant though. Like yeah LeBron you gotta, LeBron LeBron likes to facilitate the um, facilitate the offense a lot. Yeah. Know? Westbrook is the ball he's gonna take over like <laughs> Well, there's, there's a reason he's been on three teams in three years, 
right? It's he, he just he doesn't seem to strike up chemistry well with guys outside of KD, and even that went haywire. Um, right. So I just I don't I don't think he's a good fit. I think he would actually hurt them more rather than help them. I think CP3 right. is perfect, but I think he's short term, right? So he's like right. one year. You see how it goes, and yeah. go from there. I mean, that's not a guy you want to sign for five years, which is probably what he's going to look for, or like yeah. you know, um, you know, two to three year contract or whatever, which he could easily get with like New York or right some other team looking for for what he can bring. But right. uh, I mean, apparently they're going after him. I, I don't, I just don't see how a lot of this stuff works. But this is the Lakers. This every year. Crazy scenarios get thrown out there. I mean, even linked to Lillard, and I'm like, that's not going to work either. Right. It's not, you know. Um, But, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie would be interesting. I mean, depending on how much. Yeah. um, uh, Some of these other guards. I I like Kyle Lowry, even if it's just him. Uh, I thought that would would have been a good move. I think that would have changed the way the playoffs went. Yeah, Uh, they came up last season. Is that the guy over the load a little bit? Definitely. Yeah, you're talking about CP3. I'm also going to look at CP3's injury history also. I mean, the Lakers are going to win now, move because LeBron's in the basically twilight of his career. And like I said, AD has problems staying healthy. They need, like, if all three get hurt at the same time, it's going to be issues. And you know like, that's probably going to happen. There's a good chance that could happen, right? Or two, yes. of, two out of three. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think dependability is what you need. You need somebody who can come in and you can count on rather than uh, just a big name. I see that's right. a, I think a lot happens in L.A. a lot. It's just the, the splashy name, you know, yeah. drives it. You know, it's right. all the headlines and selling tickets. And then when the product gets on the floor, you're like, well, that didn't go <laughs> thought. I mean, look at Steve Nash and, and Dwight. Yeah. I mean, that's... That didn't work. It didn't even come close to working. Um, right. So it's, I don't know. It's, and I think the clutch thing, part of it drives a lot of it too. You know, it's, um, it's always guys connected with clutch. So you see, you know, Lonzo Ball. And I think yeah. Lonzo to be good back in LA. But I don't see how that happens because he's going to have to turn down money to do it, I think. Um, it's just, I think they've, they've got themselves stuck in a position where they have to rely yeah. on two guys who are not as dependable as they want them used to be. To. Yeah, or used to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do? You know? It's so. I'm yeah, sure they'll couple. get somebody. They'll get somebody that's that you know makes it interesting, but I, I just don't know who that's going to be. Right. Yeah. Also had a couple of experiments on the Lakers. I mean, sometimes Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder, he was inconsistent, and Marcus saw that experiment didn't work out. They both were inconsistent when they both were needed, especially this past season. Yeah, what well, was the game five? Game five, the Schroeder missed what was it, nine shots? Correct me if I'm wrong. He missed all the oh, shots. Schroeder that was, was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> talking about disappointment. Yeah, and then even Montrez Harrell. I mean, he had flashes, but yeah, something was off there. That was that's obvious. I mean, I don't know if it's he didn't see eye to eye with Vogel or. Right. I got pissed off when, you know, Drummond came in. Uh, the minutes. Yeah. Was, you know, it was, it, was, it was just a mess. It was a mess. Everything they tried to do to counter yeah. something, 
didn't work. I mean, I thought Drummond that awesome move. I was like, that's great. You know, you got another guy inside and yeah, takes some the workload off of AD, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work. So yeah, that might that might be a problem too because he said he's not going to take a discount. So let me Lakers already strapped for cash. Like I mean, someone wants to give. They want to get some more bodies in the middle. Like <laughs> AD. <laughs> Seriously, it's. I mean, you know, it would be perfect. It's like a Jared Allen type, you know. That, that he's a, yeah, perfect. yeah, very true. But it's just, or you know, even bringing back Dwight or Javale. I don't know what what Javale's contract situation is, but right. uh, they seem to work, you know. So, how do, it's gonna be weird, man. I, I mean, I just I don't know what the uh, the recipe for success is right now. All <laughs> right, work after last season because. I remember when they made all those moves, you know, Gasol, Harold, Schroeder, everybody was like, wow, you know, they are absolutely stacked and probably the deepest team in the league. And they had to be deep with all the injuries, and it just didn't matter. just didn't matter. So. Um, You covered the team. You covered the team. How how was it when um, when the fans came back? Like, what was the, the whole overall morale? Did it help the team more? I mean, obviously it did, but I mean, was it more like more energy in the building? I, you know, honestly, I didn't, um, I didn't go back when the fans okay. came Got because it. they had us all on uh, Zoom calls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We we got no face to face. It was all um, a screen, and the the Wi-Fi at Staples really sucks. Right. <laughs> really bad, so it's not really dependable, and so these Zoom calls were were better. So. I haven't been to a game since um, COVID. I think uh, the Brooklyn Nets game was the last okay. game. And that was like March of 2020. So, um, yeah. So it was kind of nice, actually, staying home. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I could imagine that, that the energy was, was, was different. I mean, look at the playoffs. I remember watching those Knicks games, and I was like, wow, that right. – that looks like fun, you know? Um, yes. Maybe you want to go to Madison Square Garden. I know right. So, um, yeah. I just hope it doesn't get back to, you know, the limiting fans by the time next season starts with all this right. variant shit, you know? I, right. Sucks. I mean, the Olympics is going to be weird enough with no fans in the stands. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're coming out of it, but it's still day by day, though. Still some unknowns out there, but coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the NBA announced the playing the playing tournament is returning. I think it's two sided because it helps teams, also a hurts team, because once a team is locked into the tournament, they can rest players that another team might need to lose that they play against. So it's like Russian roulette depends on what position you're in, but also that's motivate teams to play all season and not depend on the, um, the playing tournament. But the West is so loaded, especially next year, it's going to be more loaded. I mean, we didn't talk about Dallas coming back, depending on what they're going to do with Porzingis. I mean, it's going to be crazy next season. So some of the teams that we mentioned are going to need to play in to get into the playoffs. I, I, I like it. I thought it was kind of cool. But I think this day and age especially, uh, no matter what you do, no matter what you change, People are going to dislike it, right? Very true. That's true. People don't like change. and But the thing is, sometimes when change happens, you know, it takes a year or two for people to get used to it and be like, okay, you know, this is kind of cool. Because right. I'm a big soccer fan. I'm 
I'm English, right? So right. we're all about soccer or football. Yeah. And right. uh, I I love Champions League. I love all the you know the tournaments they play within the season. I think it makes it interesting. Right. But the other thing is you gotta the players have to want to win those things. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I think with the play-in, you know, initially people will hate it, but I mean that. Golden State Lakers game was probably the best Lakers game of the whole season. Um, yeah. It was the funnest to watch. I mean, there was something on the line, even though it wasn't huge. Um, getting, getting to watch Steph play against LeBron was, was, was awesome. Um, right. So I think we'll get more and more of that, but but who knows? Because um, teams always try, always find a way to get around stuff, you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> right. <laughs> or manipulate it or abuse it somehow. So it's I just I couldn't stand tanking. I always thought that was kind of, you know, the beauty of sports is being competitive and right. trying to win every single night, not take nights off. And it's like the whole, um, what was it called? Uh, I can't believe I'm spacing it. You know, when they, you know, Kawhi Leonard basically coined it with the, the resting. Mm-hmm. Load, load management. management. Yeah, yeah, load management. Like all that stuff, it's just it kind of goes against everything it's sports is about. I mean, I grew up watching MJ and and Kobe and these guys who just would never take a night off, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and it took a toll on their bodies eventually, but that's that's sports. That's what it does. I mean, I don't get this whole you know play half a season thing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So like you, you're you're paid to play. But, right. Yeah. It's true. Play hard as night, but that's just yeah. the way. Yeah, I think minus the injuries we had, it was a good. It was it was an exciting game, especially the, the finals were exciting. I mean, Milwaukee fell down on um, 2 and came back and stormed back, winning four straight. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> this playoff <laughs> was probably one of the most entertaining I've seen in a long time because I think it was a lot of teams that don't get those chances, you know, yeah. um, like like a Phoenix Suns, you know, um, right, or like the Atlanta Hawks, you know, like teams like that, or, or the Knicks even. You know, they yeah. just—they're not used to being in the playoffs, so they kind of made the best of it. Uh, I even know the Knicks. Yeah, done a little bit better because Julius Randle kind of disappeared. But um, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> they needed him, and he did. Oh yeah, I was so disappointed in him. I was like, come on, man. Um, but and then Trey Young becomes a household name. I mean, he was already a star, but right. he went to another level. You know. Um, yes. And that's what the playoffs does. It elevates these guys into a right. different level. Um, and you just saw a lot more of that. So I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it also helped Devin Booker he on that main stage and he performed, oh. he performed highly on a high stage. A lot of people got to see what he's worth and what he can do. I mean, he went yeah. to work. Every, he played every game. Like, he was clutch for them. Well, even those little guys, you know, the, the, the role guys became. Um, oh, Cameron Payne, he, yes. Yes, he's one yeah. of them. Yes. Yes. Uh, Kevin Herter for Atlanta, Cam Reddish, yes. you know, guys like that. They, yes. they show what they can do on, you know, when the lights are the brightest. And it change, changes everything, you know. You start to pay more attention to these guys. And that's that's always cool. Definitely. Or, like Taylor Horton Tucker last year. Same kind of deal. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to bring him up. That's one player that's made a restricted free agent. I think he's one player that needs to hang on to because he's shown his instant offense and the team loves his energy. 
Especially uh-huh. LeBron. LeBron roots him on all the time. You know better than me. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He's an interesting kid. I mean, he's, he's so – you see how young he is when he starts talking. Because right. he, he's nervous. He's clearly nervous. Um, uh, and he's just kind of saying cliche stuff just to get by. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's good. It's the only thing is if the, if the Lakers are going to go all in and, and they actually make some big move, every team's going to be asking for him. Right. It's, that's going to be the first name that they mention in the conversation for obvious reasons. Because um, a lot of the other guys are tainted in certain ways, you know. Kuzma didn't really show up when when he had the chance. Um, uh, Schroeder didn't show up. Right. Uh, Trez was questionable. And, I mean, I'd say Caruso and, and Taylor and Horton Tucker probably be the two guys that they're like, you know, we need these guys in the deal or it's not happening. So right, so who we know, knows? Yeah, we know if the agency goes, though a team might get desperate and be just to see Taylor Horn Tucker's available or restricted, and throw him a huge offer sheet. And the Lakers, they know the Lakers can't match, or they might want to match because they might make on the moves. So they'll watch out for that too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, Lakers are gonna get by with just uh, just doing what they're used to doing. You know, <laughs> right? It's they're gonna have to sacrifice something. And, and it just might be him. It's the only thing that makes any sense, you know. If I was a team calling, I definitely that's the first. Like it's make or break. I mean, just like Toronto, like they wanted uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, and they wouldn't. The Lakers wouldn't do it. Yeah, and it might have cost them, you know, because I think they would have gone further in the playoffs. Because Schroeder didn't give you anything, uh, and Tucker yeah. <clears throat> limited minutes, and so it, it with Lowry in there. I mean. Would have, you know help shoulder the load a little bit. I mean, I still think they would have got they would have gotten beaten uh, right. in the second round, if, even if they got past Phoenix. But uh, right. it would have made it more interesting. And then maybe they can hold on to Lowry long term, you know, or for another couple of years. Definitely. I mean, maybe Lakers this time won't really look for the biggest name, but look for the most production. Because I mean, everyone was hyped. Everyone was really um, excited when he got some of these players. I mean, like. Marquise Morris. I mean, he 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 came through kind of clutch, but also when he got Andre Drummond, it was like Lakers fans, well, Lakers Nation was over the hype because like he was a double 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 machine, but that didn't work out that much either. So yeah. I, 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 I trust in Rob. He has a good history, <laughs> great history of making moves. Yeah, I mean, as long as clutch doesn't control everything, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Rather than. And somebody running that company, uh, then we'll see. I mean, I, he's going to have to get creative because this is yeah. any move that they make is not going to be an easy one. And teams like Phoenix are not going to want to help him out, you know? Very true. Very They're true. At least the Lakers, if if they can get, you know, Chris Paul somehow. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some kind of sign and trade where, you know, Schroeder, Kuzma, Montrez Harrell all go to Phoenix for Chris Paul. Um, and I honestly think that actually would probably make Phoenix a little bit better rather than, than, than worse. I mean, they're not – because you, yeah. you can't replace Chris Paul. But you've got all these other guys that can, you know, do certain things, and they're going to be motivated to beat the shit out of the Lakers if they get, if they get moved. Yeah, they'll get younger. 
They'll miss his they miss CB three's veteran presence, but they'll definitely get younger all around. I mean, they'd be a, a bunch of young guns led by Devin Booker, like <laughs> and then people are actually gonna want to go there. That's gonna be a big thing too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Ryan, thank you for your time, man. I know you got the rest of the days are probably busy. Thank you for your time. Thanks for joining me. I definitely speak out in the future. Oh yeah, for sure. No problem. Thanks for having me. No problem. Appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, you too, man. Uh, yes, that was Lakers reporter, writer, Ryan Ward. Thanks for joining me. Catch you next time.